Jess, how's it going, mate? Oh my god, hi Jess, how oh. are you doing? Oh, fully sick, mate. Fully sick? Another week in lockdown, it's been extended. It's oh, been surprise. bloody shocking, isn't it? Ah. <laughs> I wasn't surprised at all. No, I anyway. think we all knew. It was coming. How was your week? Tell me about well, what's been going on in your little bubble. Let's tell people that are outside of Australia that Melbourne has been extended for another week oh, yeah. in lockdown. Context. Yeah, good, good job, Jess. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what's happening in France. I don't know what's happening in America. But Melbourne is in lockdown. And that's all I care about. Um, in the grand scheme of things, Walker, it's kind of just like... We have a job, we have shelter, we have our health. There's people out there that have cafes, hairdressing salons, non-essential, you know, situations. I'm not one of those people and thank the Lord I'm not, but my heart goes out to people that are in those tough situations. So my problems in being in one week in lockdown is nothing, you know? What do you think? Um... I'm pretty anti-lockdown in terms of, but I 100% agree with everything you said. In terms of us two in our job situation, we have nothing to complain about. You know, we're still going to work. We're still able, you know, being essential, being able to do, you know, those things. Um, But I do, my heart, like the same, goes out to anyone who is in lockdown and who is doing it tough, you know, they only just announced funding, but there's conditions to that. Like there always is, you know, Centrelink, you've got to tick these boxes, otherwise you can't get anything. If you've got 10 grand of savings, we don't care. You've got to use that. You can't have any money from us. It's a lot of conditions. And I feel like for people who aren't in those, like you were saying, aren't in those essential jobs, it's really tough. I completely agree. And it's kind of just like by the time these people get their payments, which is a sliver, um, you know, it's going to be weeks. They have to be, you know, how Centrelink works. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel the media has really hyped up this, um, this thing. So has the state government. Honestly, I was very surprised with Brett Sutton's use of Mm. words people will die, people will die, people will die. He used it three times in his uh, little um, sermon. And I was just like, people are already fearful enough. I know a lot of people who take this very seriously. Yeah. And I feel like it's getting time and time again, like we're almost, what do you call it, back in school, you know where the, the teacher tries to very much harp on a point and you're just like, I think... There's enough stress and anxiety going around in the community at the moment that you don't need to push the fear button a bit more. I also felt it was very upsetting how they um, made that uh, healthcare worker, you know, the uh, one from the nursing home and made her out to be the worst person in the whole world and a scapegoat kind of. Mm. I didn't like that. I don't like the throwing people under the bus and making everyone look to be the bad person. I don't like what they're doing at the moment, but that's just my two cents worth. I've also noticed that a lot of people will not even listening to, will not even listen to me, and are just like, nope, 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 nope. Don't want to talk to you. You're very negative. 
And like you asked how I was feeling, I told you the honest truth and it was all too much. Yeah. I agree I'm, with what I'm you're upset. saying. I'm angry, but I'm not angry on a personal level. Like you said, I'm fine. I'm just angry that mm. people can't see how people could be angry. Those yeah. people who are going through a tough time at the moment. No, I completely that's what I'm agree. Angry about. I agree. And that's just, you know, it's basic logic, isn't it? Mm. And it's like caring for one another. It just comes yeah. down to that. Like, but I just feel like, you know, <sighs> one more week, it's like, you don't know what that week means for someone who's going without pay and lives day to day. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like applying for that thing is going to take time. By the time you get it, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And it's kind of just like, even the comment of, oh, it's just one more week. That was said in like one of the press conferences as well. And yeah. we're just like, you know how much like one day can... You know the magnitude of 24 hours. What do you mean yeah. one week? Yeah, very easy for you with your 400k bonus or salary or whatever that you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, here. Just here, here. Here, here. But yeah, yeah, it's just, it is frustrating. But I think the way I've rationalized it in my head to get through for me is it is one more week and I can do it. But what can we do for the people that can't, you know? That's very true. And I, I urge anyone who is doing it tough to seek, you know, those support services and, you know, to, to also speak out. Like A lot of people understand. Like there's a lot of people who um, are afraid to speak out about how tough they're doing it. But I think it's important to voice how, you know, there should be the other perspective, like, you know, I, you know, a lot of people go, oh, you've had all these grants and everything. It's just like, yes, they have had the grants and all that kind of stuff, but the grants weren't easy to come by. They, you know, they're an application process, you know, from working in a bank. It's when you're already going through a stressful time, even just the pressure of having to fill out documents and fill them incorrectly can be overwhelming. Yeah, just to even get out of your bed can be overwhelming yeah so yeah, i can't even imagine absolutely. for you to fight yeah. for just some benefit like i yeah you've done yourself a justice if you're able to do that you should tap yeah. yourself on the back for that definitely reach out to any you know counseling services like lifeline and anything as well and, and i can't even friends and family yeah i can't even imagine like people overseas that are not getting any benefits zero yeah. even support or anything of the sort like thank god we have like social this is the positive thing about social media isn't it yeah one of the slivers of like of all the negativity social media has like this is one thing where it can unite us and we're all connected mm, definitely you know i do think though that it can yeah it can obviously unite us i will say though i was very over the Hashtag I stand oh. with Dan and thanks Dan. <laughs> um, do you think someone? I don't understand. Do you think someone whose government has, um, what's the word? Who has put people in lockdown? Like I understand, obviously, why you did it, but I don't think you should thank someone who is part of what originally caused the issue do you think someone who started a fire and then put it out no i don't know i'm very surprised i it's... feel a lot of people 
have a little bit of Stockholm syndrome mm. and want to, you know, really thank him. Like, don't get me wrong, the federal government has done sure as well, but can't we at least be? But I also understand a lot of people will say to me, "You're being very negative, James. You're being very negative." And I understand that, you know, you're going through a tough time, so you don't want to hear anything more negative. Me speaking negative about him, you know, isn't doing me a service either. You know, it's tough circumstances. Like, we've never dealt with a pandemic before. I just hope moving forward that Dan Andrews and the Labor government looks at the impact of these lockdowns and that elimination is not the strategy we should be going for. Mm. And the rollout of the vaccine should have been prepared more properly. Absolutely. And now they're bringing out this thing where basically healthcare workers or something of the sort can go to locations in order to get the vaccine. And I'm just like, but they still have to go possibly on public transport. And I know you're deep cleaning the trains or whatever that you're doing. But at the same time, like, why not set camp, so to speak, at aged care houses and well, homes in order to administer the vaccine why must they go to a location that's not even safe for the public that could be infected that you know in that regard like i'm just like what do you mean you're setting up like locations around melbourne but they still have to go to those locations you know where the hospitals are you know where the aged care homes are like why aren't you but one thing that surprised me as well but also that is you know the federal government's handling as well I know it's just not just a state, you know, it's also the federal people are involved. But the biggest thing I would like to say to both of them is that you're on a lot of a lot of money, taxpayer-funded money, and it's like you've had a whole year of... We've had a whole year almost of lockdowns and a lot of time for you guys to realise, hey, this is a serious problem. What is the solutions moving forward? And I don't think they honestly sat down and had a really deep conversation on how to do this properly. I think and because I think they that don't really know. Goes to show you yeah. that your politicians aren't working hard for you. So at the next election, work out who's the hardest working person and vote for them. 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, because so to be honest. This is a topic which is completely different. I feel like I did a bit bread. And look, I don't want to say like anti-Dan it's just like I don't feel that you know I know we're trying to be positive and everything but I don't feel like using that hashtag does a little like does a lot to unite us because you're very much separating the fact that you support him unwaveringly and you don't really support anyone who has a small business or anyone who when they see that gets a little bit upset there we go yeah I'm trying to reckon everyone be Switzerland. It's like you don't need to pick a side. You just need to look at the problems and explain the problems and vote accordingly. And, like, even communicate change or communicate properly. They have press conferences every day and it's the same thing, but you're not actually communicating. You know what I mean? You're only touching the surface. There's so much depth to these topics. Towards each other. Yeah. Anger from the media, anger from the politician answering the questions, and almost a little bit of arrogance. Hmm. I see what you're saying, James. Yeah. But you know. It goes both ways, though. Yeah. Media and them. 
it's very hard. It's kind of just like how they're now recording. I've seen it on what Instagram, I've seen it on Facebook, Channel 9 or whatever, how they're recording how there's a new strain in Australia and it was transmitted from two five-year-olds or something. And it was like breaking news, blah, blah, blah. But it's too negative for this type of mindset like that people are being forced to be put in with this lockdown. Don't you agree? Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I felt like it was absolute over-the-top media hype, hype, hype. They keep talking about medical experts. They won't mention names of the medical experts. Mm. I'm just very uh, sceptical because we live in an age where we have to get out the press as quickly as possible to be the first story breaking the news. You know, Mm. Network 7 breaks the news. This is highly you know, contagious, passing from child to child. Like, we knew that children were carriers for a long time. Um, I think nothing's really changed, and a lot of medical experts have come out since that report and said that nothing's actually really changed. Yes, this is contagious, but it's not more deadly, and it's not the type of grim reaper that jumps from person to person. You know, there was there was an animation the other night showing how the guy in Adelaide got it and, he got it, you know, it just seeped its way through, you know, jumping and all the people jumped onto it because the media was putting, I feel, a lot of fear into people. Mm. I don't believe that for a second. I believe it's an airborne disease that has been uh, doing its thing the way it's been doing its thing. So if a particle's left anywhere, it's there. If someone breathes too much onto you, yeah, you're going to get, you know, some of the virus. Mm. I don't think it's this thing that just, you know, jumps through, <laughs> you know, goes under doors and finds you like they were yeah. making out on the thing. I agree. Crazy. So during yeah. this pandemic, would you say that you've kissed anyone? Yeah, I've kissed people. During the, oh, really? So out of lockdown, James has done a bit of smooching behind the um, good old bushes or trees. Did you do that as a child? Well, I'm happy you asked, James, because I certainly did. (laughs) And I, okay, I'll share my story. And I wouldn't say it was my first kiss because I don't consider it to be a kiss. But I remember his name. His name was Andrew. Can't remember his last name. He had beautiful white skin, (laughs) beautiful brown, (laughs) no, blonde hair. And it used to curl like certain, I remember it, like the front of it used to curl, but the back was straight. And I used to be like, God damn. And Jess was just a wee child at the time. I would have been literally in prep. Yeah. And then one day. So he was the apple of your eye. He was the apple of my eye. My, yeah, cherry to my pie. Yeah, your kryptonite. My kryptonite, indeed. And when I... Because back in the day, we had the blackboards and the chalk and we got elected one of us to go and hit the chalk like dusters, you know, for the teachers. I used wow, to sit... so you had your first kiss really young. I Look, it's not a kiss and I'll explain. Okay. Um, So I was with my blackboard and I was like drawing and I should have been doing equations or whatever. I think it was actually just one, two, three, four, just how to count. But I was like drawing a tree or something. And then he went outside um, to go to the toilet. And Jess was like, I want to go to the toilet too. So Jess went skipping along and he came out 
and I just went for it. Now, why, why I say went for it is I didn't even hug him, made severe eye contact with him and licked the side of his face, giggled and ran off. So I wouldn't consider that a kiss at all. I think I was going for the kiss and then got carried away with all my excitement for the one, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and he was just looking at me and he was just like, well. And then I went inside and sat down like nothing happened. I didn't even look at him. And then it came to home time and I got up and I looked at him and he started laughing. But then he was kind of freaked out and he didn't talk to me ever again after that. But I had my... What is that seven minutes in paradise? What it, what's that term? Well, whatever that term sure. is. Yeah, you, seven minutes in heaven or whatever. Ah, uh, seven minutes in heaven, yeah. That's it. And I never forgot seventh it. Seventh heaven. Yeah, literally was seventh heaven for me. And I loved it. I loved going. I didn't even go for like a tiny lick. I went from chin, like on the side of his face, you know, up until his so hair. Cool if he actually wrote in. <laughs> I know. And told us his perspective of the story. Look, this crazy trick just attacked me, and I had to get therapy afterwards. Yeah, maybe but you did have a big influence on him. I, I, well, I hope I do in a positive light because I loved licking his face. Didn't think about it. I used to be like, ooh, cuties, you know, playing in on the playground, playing Tiggy and all of that. But in that moment, it was pure bliss, and I went home I walked home because my primary school was near my house and I sat there on the bed and my mum was like and my dad was like how was your day I'm like it was fantastic parents absolutely amazing oh did you learn something new at school I'm like I sure did I learned how to lick I didn't say that but there you go it's out to the public I've never told anyone this story before so consider yourselves lucky Jess is a good licker that's one of my hookup stories. Um, James, did you do any licking yourself? Licking? Yeah. No. So my first <laughs> kiss wasn't until I was, how old? Like 23? That was sad. Mine wasn't even a kiss. It was a lick. Like. <laughs> 23? Yeah, I think it was 23. No, 24. So 24? I think I was 24. That's when I had my first kiss. Oh, nice. Late in life. A late bloomer. Yeah, but you were waiting for the right time and the right moment. You don't want to go around licking people, so it's understandable. Yeah. So. How was the I weather? Was it like a hot, who, steamy day? I who it was with. Oh. And name, name drop. I only saw the ones. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it was a good kiss. They told me I was a good kisser. I was like, oh, thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, lovely. Did it linger? The kiss, were you like locking eyes and just watching each other? Or were you just closing your eyes, just going for it? I was looking. Oh, you were a looker. Yeah, I was a looker then. It's just a bit creepy. Because you want to see what's going on and whether all your placement is well in position. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, even now, ever looked. I'm always, like, in my... I think I'm, like, fantasizing in the moment, too. (laughs) 
I'm kind of like, oh, I'm Harry and I'm not Hermione. Who's that? The Asian Cho. Cho Chang. Yeah. I'm Cho Chang and that's Harry and... <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Classic, yes. Classic. I love it. I've also smooched behind a tree, you know, the classic, oh, just come here. No one's watching. And again, I do this thing where I giggle and run off. That's my trademark, I would say. Like the sticky bandits in like Home Alone. Yeah. But mine's. I, agree. I don't laugh and run away, but I, just, <laughs> I smile a lot. So like once the kiss is stopped, I'm grinning. Oh. I think it's because isn't it true that like your body when you're kissing someone will release endorphins? Sure yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It has to release something, so there you go. Yeah, so then you feel happy and feel good afterwards. So yeah. Um, yeah. Who's the best person you ever kissed, Jessica? Oh, I'm that. telling you right now, it's Andrew. Andrew? Andrew, for sure, because it was anticipated. Yeah, because when you sit at the back of a class and he's on the other end of the class and you're with your, like, blackboard, and that's all your, you know, you're doing your work and you always look up and then you look down. You look up, you look down. And you do that day after day after day after day after day, and then months go past. I'm pretty sure months went past and just went, went for the kill. And that was, it was satisfying. Yeah. It's still not my first kiss. It was just my first lick. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was a, it. Was a great experience because I did the circumference of the side of his face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I learnt math that day. I wasn't doing equations, but I learnt the circumference of half of his face. Okay, that's good. What about you, James? Who's your number one? If you had to choose your number one, hook up. Wow. Number one, like, hookup. Yeah. Um, or experience. Like, experience. Oof, this is tough. It is, isn't it? Because you have to filter through all the years and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time anyways. <laughs> what if it was just all in your, in your head? Oh, like a delusion, like Shutter Island, how it's all in his head. <laughs> Yeah, what if it's like, you know when you like someone and you basically make out all these things and these possibilities in your head of all this stuff and then you realise that that isn't what the other person feels? Well, it's kind of just like that thing. Away, it's just yeah. like, and that's what made it so good. But when you actually look back on it now, you're like, it wasn't that good. It's the journey, like, it, not the destination. It, it a lot. Yeah. So, like, but you were putting that aside and there was other red flags, but you are like, oh, yeah, I'm in love, I'm in love, but you actually weren't in love. Yeah, because it's the fantasy in your head, isn't it, that you're trying to please, and then when the reality happens, you're like, oh, that was actually nothing. This is why people yeah. sometimes don't go for their dreams. They like the possibility. Mm. You know, the possibility and dreaming about it in different angles and different, but it's not the th real thing, but they love the fantasy. Yeah, I think I've got a bit of that problem in my, like, chart or star sign or something. I'm just getting a bit caught up in my head. Oh, but that's a phase. You know, we all go through phases. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, so let's what, tell the public. Let's play a game of Never Have I Ever. Oh, I can answer this one. Never have I ever kissed James. For everyone that's wondering whether we've gone out or kissed, we have not. We have not. We've never kissed. We've never kissed. Nah. (laughs) We've never kissed. We've only hugged. Never dated. It was always kind of like a brother sister dynamic, I would say, from day one. We've kissed on the cheeks, though. Oh, yeah. I think I. Yeah. (laughs) We've kissed on the cheek. Bye, James. Bye, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know. But yeah, never have I ever. Let's do this. Go for it. Never have I ever had sex. Oh my God, James. I have, so. Oh, tell us, tell us. Well, I have. Everyone has. Have you? We've all been down that rabbit hole. Yeah. You don't really, Jeez. like, to be honest with you, you're a very private person. Yeah, I don't tell anyone. It's funny with me. I don't tell anyone, so I could even be lying now, true? Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? From high school, I've always been notoriously, no one knows anything. They're like, does she have a boyfriend? Does she know anyone? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know, actually. Not even my closest people know. No one knows yeah. a thing. You don't tell me much. I only find out later and i'm like oh later, yeah this this happened and you're like oh what i'm like yeah pretty much yeah and then you get people that come out with it openly and i've always respected that too you know yeah people who are very open people that are very open so okay, true so what is like wait so let me never have i ever yeah let so, me think of one yeah, do you want to go? Oh, never have I ever sneezed on someone while kissing. No, but I apparently kissed someone and then there was a bit of my chip. So my <laughs> chip went into their mouth, like chewed up chips. Oh, lovely. Never after... <laughs> thought <laughs> a delight afterwards i had had like three bottles of wine and that person brought it up like it was like the worst thing in the world i was like get over it wow well i've sneezed <laughs> you sneezed on someone yeah whatever well, it's the human body nothing i just and Nothing went flying or anything. It's just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get hay fever, so I have a touch of hay fever, and I, it yeah. was during summertime. I was. Yeah. I've even sneezed on people when I'm just talking to them too. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a treat to be around Jazz. <laughs> Actually, you know how we were gonna say who was the best kisser, and I didn't really answer the question. Oh yeah, who? Because I said, oh, it was the thing. I it was Dan Andrews, to... wasn't it? You've given him a smooch behind the the reporters, yeah. Dan Andrews. <laughs> yeah, it was totally Dan. Uh, stand with Dan. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> nah, um, I would say it was Felipe. Oh, good old Felipe. Hi, Felipe. Yeah, yeah hi. Thanks for listening. 
Yeah, you're the best kisser. Um, I think it's because you know when you just kiss someone and it's effortless. That's why. Hmm. It's that you're in the zone. Yeah. There's no pressure. There's no nothing. James is just yeah. passing his chips on from one to another. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that would be the best. Good, James. Good. Yeah. I'm Andrew, and your Den. His name's not Dennis. It's Felipe. <laughs> yes. Done. <laughs> Done. Dusted. Lovely. Or actually, or is it someone else? I just remembered my past was coming back to me. One second. Oh, I don't know, actually. Oh, but I gave it. Nah, I'm going to keep it there. That's my most, me. you know, memory's a bit faulty. You can't rely on the past. Yeah, it's so kind of like afterwards. We'll be thinking about this. <laughs> yeah. And be like, oh, that time. Yeah. The other guy I licked behind. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I can confirm. I've only done that once. <laughs> yeah. So what else would you say never have I ever to? Never have I ever... Oh my god. Hmm. I don't have the one. Whole, the whole point of this game is you're meant to share dirt on stuff that you know about me. I know, it's so hard though. <laughs> it's so hard. And look at that. We're out of time. It's 30 minutes, James. Oh my god. That we flew. didn't even touch on like anything juicy. I know, we literally <laughs> went from Dan Andrews to a licking story to it <laughs> to Felipe best kiss. yeah best kisses Andrew and Felipe well done congratulations lads Woo. we'll Woo. send your prize in the mail you will and this is anniversary number one of oh, James yeah. and Jess's half hour well done James for your efforts well done Jess always Thank a breeze you. Always a breeze, and I hope we're here for many more anniversaries. We'll see how we go. Well, yeah, I didn't share with the audience, though, um, about my song comes out on June the 11th, and I got my first positive review this week, and you've left me some reviews on Triple J, which I'm really grateful for. Thank you so much for doing that, Jess. Of course, and everyone should download his music. It's so under Amory Beach, B-E-E-C-H, and A-M-A-M-O-R-Y. Yes. Yeah. So please do check it out on Triple J. Plenty more to come. James might be going overseas in order to perform one day as well. I'm keen to see him at Coachella. I'll be there. Not licking well. anyone. Yeah. You'll be there on stage too. I'm sure of it. I'll be Lana Del Rey number two. Yeah. Oh, my Lana okay. Del Rey record came. And she sounds so different on vinyl. Really? Yeah, she does. But In I love it. Way? Yeah, I love it. Oh. Well, Anyways. you're going to have to invite me when you can. Definitely. And we're going to have to have a little party. We will. 
Okay, All well, right. thank you so much, listeners. We're Come on YouTube. We're we on love YouTube. you for tuning into our little podcast. And we're so grateful. If you have any questions or um, suggestions for what we should talk about next, we would love to hear from you. Um, yeah. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, James. Bye. Bye.